0: Trucks and Bucks is powered by ELI Solutions. Our goal is to bring education, knowledge, resources, and limited opportunity to people in the trucking business, regardless of your role. This is a weekly podcast, and we are excited to bring you something that can help inspire you along this journey. Also, you can connect with us at trucksnbuckspodcast.com. Buckle in.
1: Have you ever wondered what it's like to date a trucker? Or maybe you're thinking about dating one. Or maybe you're just a trucker, honestly, just trying to look for love. Well, we'll have all this and more today on Trucks and Bucks. Stay tuned with us. This is your girl, Cookie. Holla! Alright, hey y'all, this is Cookie. Thank you so much for having me on your show today.
2: What
1: up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Hey. All right, so I think we have an interesting topic today, right? What are you talking about? We're talking about are you in it for the long haul?
0: Okay,
1: all right, all right.
0: The long
1: haul as in a trip? No, girl, we're talking about relationships today, we are talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm talking about how it is to date a trucker. Well, my from personal experience, you know.
2: Okay. And
1: if you ever decided to date a trucker, what are the tips and the little tricks? And if you're a trucker, what are the tips and the little tricks that you need to look out for to avoid getting scammed?
3: Because look, uh-huh. let me
1: tell you, there's a lot of gold diggers out there. So I think it's going to be pretty interesting today. Okay.
0: Definitely looking forward to it. Tell us a little about who you are. I'm definitely interested in hearing more about your story as well, Cookie. All right.
1: So I am 26 years old. I am married to a trucker. I've been married for like five years, going on six this year. Thank God. And, um, yeah, so my experience has been – like a, like you can say a, a trip, you know, um, just for the simple fact that when I was going into the relationship, I really didn't know what I was getting myself into. And also, just a fun fact, I was 20 years old when I got with this guy, and he was 47. So there's a big age gap, you know, and I'm not saying that uh, dating a trucker is for all 20-year-olds out there because, girl, you need to have thick skin to be able to hold a relationship like that. So, yeah, so I have, so I've been with him for six years and I have two boys. I have Aaron and Abraham. Dolls, they're four and six years old, so they keep me pretty busy. But, um so yeah, I mean, I guess my personal experience, like I said, it was just a trip, you know? It was just like, at first, I really didn't, I don't know, I really didn't understand what it meant to stay by myself for long periods of time, especially getting with a trucker that's a long hauler. It was just, you know, it was just kind of crazy um, having to uh, settle with his schedule, you know, just having to be around not seeing him for two or three weeks, you know, and I don't know, I think it took, like, honestly an emotional toll on me, you know, and... um I feel like this is a lot, like, the, a lot of people can relate to this because when you date a trucker, you know, you see all the glitz and the glam of, like, them taking you to the finest places, buying you the most expensive things, and we don't actually see what the dark side is of, of living with a trucker, you know? So. Okay,
4: cookie. Yeah, so. So uh-huh. my question for you is, you said uh-huh. when you first met your husband, you were twenty years old, right?
2: So mm-hmm. he
4: was forty-seven, and I assume he has already been a trucker by then, right? Or did he yeah. just? Uh, so, okay, so mm-hmm. I'm curious. When uh-huh. you first met him and you decided to date him, what were your expectations, or what did you think being in a relationship with a trucker would be like?
1: So that's, so that's what I mean, like, when I say that I went in, like, kind of blindly because, first of all, I didn't really know much about truckers, honestly. Like, I really didn't, like, since I was a 20-year-old, I really didn't pay attention to, like, what, like, what industry was paying the most, you know? And then also because of the circumstances on how we met because we, we met in a bar, you know, because I was a bartender, so... um. Just those circumstances, I think, is what made me go in so blindly, you know? I didn't know what to expect, you know? I didn't know, um, I don't know, I just didn't know what I was getting into, honestly, you know? You really don't think about those things. You just, you know, when when he started taking me out and, and started buying me all those things, like, for a girl that came out of, like, you know, having a low income and all that, like, to having someone that's financially like, like you know, giving you stuff, it's it's just, you know, it's a, you go on a power trip a little bit, you know? You really do. And okay. you just go in it blindly. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was my personal experience, you know? Mm.
2: Okay.
4: Melissa, are you there? I'm here my question to you is: Would you ever date a trucker?
2: Um, (laughs)
3: honestly, no. Like, um, I've talked to a few, but I don't think I would never make anything serious about it. Um, I think I'm not talking all truckers, but. I just think you have to worry about what they're doing on the road. They're worried about what you're doing back home. And, you know, mm-hmm. I know most of them have beds back there. So, no, you're not going to be with me and cheat on the road. I can't do it.
4: Okay. Uh, we have a new caller on the line with the error code 469. Would you like to identify yourself?
3: Yes, my name is
5: Sophia. I'm in Dallas. Oh,
2: yeah. So, yeah. Is that
0: hey, <laughs> uh, but, but listen, I, I wanted to quickly ask Lisa, and then I wanted you, Cookie, to share something. So, Lisa, you're saying you would not date a trucker because of the cheating? You think, he, you think
3: he's going to cheat? No, I wouldn't date a trucker because, well, that is one of the reasons, and then just all the worrying, like I've just seen too many bad stories. Not very many successful stories of dating a trucker. I mean, yeah, you see the, like you said, the glamour and stuff like that. But it's the behind the scene things that bother mm-hmm. me.
0: Okay, all right. What about if you were on the road? Because I know you were considering trucking yourself. So, would you, if you had a boo and you started driving first of the year, would you get rid of them or what?
3: I used to like. I've never been a trucker, but I've been a merchant, a traveling merchandiser. So I've um, I've traveled myself. I know what it's like. Like you go to these places, you see these people, and I like some one day I seen this man so far, I was like, damn, I might want to move down here. But you know, <laughs> like you just see stuff like that. So I'm like, no. Like I've lived that kind of life, and um, to be honest, if I was to um. Well, I'm just gonna say right now, like if I was to jump on the road at the beginning of the year, I would leave behind all the the soul ties because I'm not in a relationship, but I definitely wouldn't start one.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: All right. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing Cookie tell us about how to have a successful relationship with Dana Trucker. All right, that was all I had, Alexis. I was just curious. I had to get lists on that.
4: Mm-hmm. So, Sophia, yeah. if I remember
5: correctly, you are a driver, right? No, I'm not a driver. I was considering it at one point, but uh, my life and demands right now personally wouldn't mitigate for me to do that. I'm in healthcare, and I'm looking at dispatching, not driving, but I did actually look at actually being a diesel mechanic. So I was mm-hmm. considering that.
4: I apologize um, so my no that's okay. you also, would you ever consider dating a trucker?
5: Yes, I have dated truckers, but I think you have to have a certain mindset um it depends on where you are in your life. I'm a busy person uh when I was dating someone that was on the road, I also had a very uh, busy lifestyle. I was a personal assistant to someone. I was working in healthcare mm-hmm. and on call, and I was working two and three jobs at the same time. And he, he was busy doing his own thing, and it's kind of like we met in the middle. Uh, I think it mm-hmm. takes a lot of communication, just like any relationship, because people, be, mm-hmm. pe- people can be in your face and cheek. People can be out your face and cheek. It really has to do with the communication level and where you both are in your walk, in your journey as mat- mature people individually, and then how you come together collectively and what you both decide to do as adults. Uh, So for me, I don't have an issue with that. It just depends on if I meet the person and I vibe. I don't try to... uh, Try to go by anything specific because if God gonna keep us together or if things are gonna work, they're gonna work. If they not, they not. Because what I do know is if I'm minding my business and doing what I'm supposed to do, whatever he do, he doing that I don't know about, it'll come to light with me without me even trying. That's happened with every man. And what I do is mm-hmm. take my bags, boots on because he ain't the first, he ain't gonna be the last, and another can take his place. I'm all right with that. Mm-hmm. But that's my take. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and if, so, if I
2: could
5: if
1: I uh uh-huh, if I can add something, I I really, I really, I agree. I agree with what she's saying because if you're not in the correct mindset to be dating long distance, it's not gonna work. You have to be in a secure place. Like you have to be secure about yourself, secure about who you are, and you have to know that your partner is also secure about the, about who they are as a person. Because if you have any type of insecurities, and this just doesn't only go to like, to a trucker's relationship, it's just like she said, any type of relationship, you know, if you don't have that communication, and if you don't have that relationship, then it's not going to work, you know, because it does take a toll on you in that way, that you're just so um, distant, you know, you're just so distant from that person. And by not by you know by being humans we want that affection and we want that security of knowing that that person's going to be there and like i said it's you go in it blindly and as you go you start learning you know okay this is maybe for me and this is not for me but it's cuz it's not for it's not for like if you have a type of insecurity about you know about anything it's not going to work it's just not you know and i i'm 100% With her, honestly.
4: And with that, let's go ahead and take our first break, and we'll be right back. Sophia, and you, Cookie, mentioned that dating a tracker, you definitely would have to be in a long-distance relationship because I, too, am in a long-distance relationship, just not with a tracker. So my question mm-hmm. to you, Cookie, is you said that mm-hmm. you met him when you were 20. You weren't sure what you were getting mm-hmm. yourself into, plus there's that age gap. So when you started dating him, did you understand that it was to be a long distance relationship and were you looking particularly for a long distance relationship?
1: Okay. To be like bluntly honest with you, I am the type of person that I am okay with having a long distance relationship because I like, I like being alone as well as I like being with a partner. So At first, I didn't know I was going to have a long-distance relationship because he was always around. I mean, he was constantly around. He was coming around every week or every two weeks, you know, and that was constant. But as stuff shifted, you know, as the economy also shifted, um, so did his work. And the time started getting longer, and, you know, we had good communication. It's just that the distance started being a lot. More, you know, and at first it was kind of like a shock to me because I was like, okay, like you're my partner, you're supposed to be here with me and being a 20 year old, like, come on, like I, you know, everything just everything in in general was hard, you know, and I feel like when it comes to being faithful, you know, even that is a challenge because we're human you know, we're human and that distance, that long distance takes a toll on that too, you know? So that was one of the shockers to me. And once I started getting more, like once we started in our two years of like dating, then I was like, okay, it it started becoming normal, you know? Because it did take me a while. I was just like, whoa, I wasn't used to be by myself, you know? And then it took a while. And then I took advantage of that time to like, find myself as a person, and then I allowed him to also be his own person. You know what I mean? Because I feel like in a relationship, you're not that other person's security. You shouldn't be. You know what I mean? You should be your own security. You should give your own, um, like you should be good with just being by yourself. What you're going to be for that other person is just that emotional support, you know, because that's what I feel. Um, entangles in all this you know that that person in reality you're not I'm not I'm not he's not benefiting financially out of me you know what I mean he makes a lot more than I do but emotionally I feel like we have that connection that when he feels like there's no one there to talk to I'm the one that he can talk to you know so I kind of see it like that well now
4: What about you, Lisa? I know you said that you would never consider dating a trucker, but have you been in a long-distance relationship? Anna?
3: No. No, I, I mean, well, yeah. Well, it, I'm sorry. It depends on what you call long-distance because, um, like, in the same state.
2: Um,
3: but, like, hours away, or you mean, like, hours on the road?
4: No, a long-distance relationship can be a relationship where you live a couple of hours away. It doesn't have to be outside the state. It could be within the same state.
3: Okay, well, in that case, um, yeah, I tried that once. And to be honest, like, it was one of those things that it started out when I was, like, 16, and it ended when I was, Oh Lord, um, maybe like twenty, twenty three, twenty four, and I mean it was pretty cool because it was I don't think seriously I know that sounds bad but um it was just kind of like a fling to me you know okay. it wasn't like I was messing with anybody else but I just didn't take you know it seriously. it wasn't nothing to you know I never saw us getting married if that makes sense. Okay.
4: Just didn't consider it to be a relation, a relationship, relationship.
3: You just considered yeah, it to it wasn't, be was more like,
4: like casual dating.
3: I really just labeled it conversation and sex. Like I, I really never put a label on it. It was just it just lasted longer than it should have. You know.
4: Okay. Fair enough. And you, Sophia, I know you said that you have dated truckers before, so I would assume you've been in long-distance relationships?
5: Absolutely, I have. I think uh, for me, that works. Uh, I could do someone locally or I could do someone long-distance. Most of my relationships have been uh, long-distance simply because for me, that's how I operate as a person, but I personally feel like. It depends. There are a lot of factors in going into if a long-distance relationship is going to work for you. You have to look at your age. You have to look at where you are in your life. And you guys have to just kind of talk to each other because some people know right off the bat, without saying anything between each other, It ain't. It, it's, it's not going to be no, no clandestine affair. Y'all going to do what y'all do when y'all do it and y'all going to do it in a way that's respectful to each other, and then y'all going to mind y'all business and go how y'all go. And then there's some people right, that meet each other right off and have this instant connection, and they're able to sit down and plan uh, and map out a life together, not necessarily knowing where that life is going to take them, but they can uh, map out planning together, uh, meeting goals, understanding that they have individual and collective goals. And I'm a very goal-oriented person, so I have certain things that i got going on, that, I, that have nothing to do with the with the person that I'm in a relationship with because I think it's very important for any human being or individual, period, to make sure that whatever relationship that they're entering into, you're complimenting the person. You can't, as Cookie said, you can't be that person's why. You have to be already happy and secure with yourself because when you enter a relationship with someone, you can't expect for them to make you happy they're not responsible for Sophia's happiness. I am. So whether that means I'm I'm doing personal development for myself, uh, whether it's individually or towards a business or whatever it is. I'm I'm responsible for making sure that I'm happy. Now it's a uh, it's icing on the cake if if you just add a little more to what I already got going on. And it's icing on the cake if, if I add a little more to whatever he's got going on. So it's how you guys uh communicate and interrelate and how that works for you all. For me, I'm I'm a very transparent type of person. I'm extremely blunt. I'm gonna tell you right off: this ain't working. This is working, and I will we'll either decide based on the discussion and what I do or don't like, and what he does or doesn't like. If it's gonna work, then it's gonna work. If it's not, then I like to amicably part ways, and I could I'll cut it off because cut off game is strong over here. So I will cut you off if I don't if I don't like where it's going, and you're not happy either. I see no point in wasting time. And so I just kind of go on being uh, transparent and making sure communication lines are open uh, because that's easier. So that's just my take on it. it, It's a lot of factors that go into it. Well,
4: it's actually interesting, um, Sophia, that you said you can either do um, an in-person relationship locally or a long-distance relationship. And it's interesting that Cookie mentions that she has no problem being in a long-distance relationship because she enjoys being by herself. I'm in the middle. So I prefer long-distance relationships only because I can't stand having someone around me
2: 24-7.
4: So I'm the kind of person where I have to have my alone space. So a long-distance relationship works out perfectly for me, because it allows him to do what he needs to do, his livelihood. It allows me to do what I need to do, my livelihood. And we treasure the time we have together in person whenever it is that we do get a chance to see each other. And with that, let's go ahead and take our second break.
0: If you are seeking a website, logo, graphic designer, or maybe you're starting a business or anything that comes with business, personal, or even social needs. Consider doing business with ELI Solutions. ELI has the solutions for you. The website address is wehavethesolutions.org.
4: Tawanda, do you have an opinion of being in a long-distance relationship, or have you ever been in a long-distance relationship?
0: Now, the first question you can ask me, the second question, who told you to ask me that? All right, so basically, (laughs) all right, so I am all for long-distance relationships. I understand, like, what Lisa was saying, you know, in reference to, like, long-distance, et cetera, et cetera. And um, in these days and times, people slick even when they live down the street. <laughs> so you gotta definitely be careful. But um, I, I did want to share a few tips that I had researched online about some benefits of long distance. Yeah, I've I've had long distance. I actually prefer long distance relationships simply because I'm always working on balancing my life, and I'm always on the grind twenty five eight. And if someone was close and in my space, that would be a problem. I would share a story about how when a long-distance relationship became local, it blew up, but um, that is not for this podcast. But just a couple things I wanted to say real quick before you take it back, Alexis, is there are a few benefits in reference to long-distance situations. The first thing I want to say, like, if you're dating someone on the road, whether it's a female that's driving or a guy that's driving, and you're holding that person down, I salute you. And it's really amazing because I've had friends, and I've traveled, like, long distances, and sometimes you're driving on that road, you get tired, you get sleepy, and you're having that person that you know you can call, whether it's 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, like, hey, I'm getting tired, I'm getting sleepy, talk to me. Um, I think it's a really amazing thing and the group that I'm on on Facebook, I asked a few ladies today, like, hey, what made you guys start driving trucks and blah, blah, blah? And they were women in that group that had been driving for 20 years, 34 years, 35 years. And, you know, to me that's amazing. And I'm pretty sure probably most of them, you know, are married or have a significant other and have children. But a couple of things real quick as far as benefits, like if you're dating someone that is driving on the road and they're working. They're working. They're working hard for the money, or as Cardi B say that, sh- money. So it gives you time to build. It gives you time to get to know each other better, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, a lot of times people don't – people get bored. So this is a chance. You're not going to get bored. You're going to do something different every single day. This person's probably going to be a different city and say can send you pictures. You can be with them vicariously. Like, there's just so many different benefits. You know, you're one place and they're another, but you're still together. Also – it says you are less likely to confuse lust with love. And that's pretty key because, you know, you're not going to have that physical every single day. So you're going to have to really build something that's going to be solid and that's going to be strong. And that is definitely um, important. It also says you get to, and, and, and you guys that's listening on the show, or that's here, you know if this is true or not. Like, Cookie, you're in this right now. So I know you sound like, yep, yep, no, no. But it says, You get to road test your trust. All right, I'm here, and he or she is there. All right, so do I trust you? Do I not trust you? It's going to be tested. You also learn to um, communicate and resolve conflict well that's another big thing nobody wants to go to bed mad even if you're not going to bed under the same roof so i'll just read two more you really appreciate the time that you do spend together just imagine you dating somebody on the road they come home on the weekends once or twice a month you know and guess what when that person's coming home you're probably going to put on your best you're going to cook you're going to go out you're going to do something special and amazing and i think that's a really good thing and the last one i'll say and there's several more but um you make more memorable moments and just think about that like if you're listening to our show and you are driving or you know someone that is man you can FaceTime but guess what if you're going to Nebraska or Wyoming or Idaho take pictures if you got a chance to stop by the zoo or the fair or something memorable because you're in that city you might can't take your Logan with you and I know that you mentioned also Sophia about dating you know someone previously that may have been in the industry but it's so many opportunities we just have to think outside the box all right back to you Alexis and thank you for letting me share that
4: I actually um, am going to say something real quick about the making of the memories. It is so true in a long-distance relationship because think about it this way. I'm not knocking on relationships where you have your partner with you every day. I understand every relationship is unique, but for me, I do notice that the time that I spend with my significant other, when we do get the chance to see each other and stuff like that, it's more memorable, it's more special because we don't get to see each other every day, nor do we get to spend a lot of time with each other when we do see each other. So, like, the memories alone and, like, what we choose to do and how we choose to spend our time is much more memorable. So, Cookie, you right now are dating someone, and it's definitely a long-distance relationship. So what are three tips you would give someone out there that are in a long-distance relationship?
1: Okay. So I think that's the biggest one I would give out there uh would be trust. Okay? Because if you do not trust that person, it's not going to work. Okay? You have to trust that that person is loves you enough to do the right thing because it's not hard to not cheat. Okay? It really isn't. Because you like I one of the things I I kind of wanted to put clear out there real quick was like it's not fair to judge every single trucker based on what some of them do, you know, because I feel like not all men think the same. Not all men look at a woman in a, in a perverted way. You know what I mean? I mean, even us as women, we look at women and we're like, Oh my God, look at her butt. Look at her. You know what I mean? Like we, we get impressed with those types of things too, but it takes a man to think, if I get with this person or if I sleep with this woman, what type of venereal disease does this person have and I'm going to bring home to my, to my wife? That's what a lot of truckers think. That's what stops a lot of them from cheating. Now, it's such that a lot of them, a lot of girls have bad experiences because they do get with truckers that do cheat. But there's a lot of good guys out there that are waiting for someone to, you know, to just give them that chance. You know, so my second tip is communication, communication. If you do not have communication with that person or if that person from the get-go shuts you down when you have to express what you feel, because being a trucker's wife is lonely, okay? And if you cannot express those lonely feelings to that person and that person shuts you down because there is a lot of toxic people out there, then that's the red flag to just, hey, cut this off. Already, all together Okay, and my third Is just Just love Just put love in it Just put love It, it heals everything Like it, it makes everything work Go in it with your whole heart Don't do it for the benefit Don't do it for what you can get out of it Do it for love If you don't feel love for that person Then don't even step in their way You know what I mean? Because you're blocking their blessings Honestly, just let them go, you know, because if you don't got those three things, it ain't going to work. It's not, you know, so that's, <laughs> I think that was like one of the most important things that I, that I believe in, you know, because that's what I, that's what I've seen works because I have been put in situations like I, I lost my uterus and I was pregnant with twins, but my husband was in Pennsylvania how is he going to get from Pennsylvania to Arizona? I was like in the hospital for a whole week before he can get down here. So that's another thing that, you know, we have to also look that they're not going to be there for those special moments. So even though we do cherish the moments that they are with, they're with us, like there is a lot of moments that they're going to miss. And we have to still love them because, you know, we still have to show that support because just like we miss them at a birthday party or we miss them at a wedding or we miss them, um, you know, because those are the sacrifices that they make too. You know, it's just, I don't know, there's just a lot of pros and cons, and I honestly don't feel like uh, dating a trucker is for someone with thin skin. You have to be thick skinned to be in a relationship with a trucker, you know. So I feel like that's my intake on that.
4: Okay. And what about you, Lisa? I know that you said that um, you had someone that you would consider conversational and such, but instead of three tips to be in a successful long-distance relationship, what are three tips you would suggest for people who just want to be in a healthy relationship?
3: Ooh, um, honestly, not to bite off what she said, but it's the same thing. Um, you have to be willing to communicate. You have to have that trust and, I mean, love. And so, I mean, it's just what she said. I just, you know, <laughs> I'm not into dating right now, so I don't want to, you know, give the wrong advice. But, I mean, it's the same thing. You have to be willing to compromise, you you have to be willing to give and take.
4: Okay. And what about you, Sophia, since you said you can date both locally and long distance, what are your three tips to make a relationship
3: work?
5: Um, my three tips, I want to be
3: number one,
5: you need to do a lot of number one self-care and self-love because you can't love nobody else. Until you love yourself, and that shows in how you how you treat the people around you. It shows how you feel about yourself through how you treat your partner. So please, I, I admonish everyone, male or female, please love yourself. Love whether that's journaling, meditation, massages, whatever that that is. Carve out time for yourself daily, weekly, or monthly to self love, self care, because that's where you start. Uh, building healthy bonds and relationships and as these other ladies just stated um, it's going to be a mixture of all of the things that they said communication is absolutely mixed because uh, you can't ever work on resolve or um, fix or repair or you can't do anything without communicating with a person because people don't read minds. so you have to have a, a, a mouth and use it and be respectful and be tactful while you discuss what you need to discuss. Uh, but by all means, be very verbal and vocal about where you, how you're feeling about any situation you're in, whether it's casual or serious or you don't know where it's going. If it makes you feel uncomfortable, discuss it. If, it, if, it, if you're not happy with something, discuss it. If you are happy with it, discuss it. If you want to take it to another level, uh, you won't grow with a person until you can talk to them about everything. And uh I guess just last year, just like um Alyssa was saying reciprocity, reciprocity, the actual act of giving and taking. Uh there has to be uh, a a a uh working or reciprocity of things between you and that person. Uh that is how you grow, that is how you learn because you learn through every lesson or every scenario or experience you ex you uh Experience through your throughout that relationship, how you guys respond and react to each other in different settings will determine if you're gonna make it or not make it, or you just how you're gonna go. So those are my three tips, which is kind of a mixture of what what everybody was saying.
4: Well, I do actually agree with all those tips, but the only tip that I would say is when you're in a long distance relationship. A lot of miscommunication can happen because it's in my experience that when you're talking to somebody in person, you can read their facial features, and it depends on how long you've been in this relationship. It depends how well you know your partner, right? So a lot of times when you are in a long-distance relationship, some Times you say things a certain way, and it doesn't mean you didn't mean it literally the way it came out. So, when there is miscommunication, everybody's going to get into arguments, but it's different when you're in a long distance relationship. So, I'm definitely going to advise people who are in a long distance relationship don't sweat the small stuff because if you're going to fight or disagree over every single little thing, you're not going to have a relationship for very long. So you know the saying, pick your battles and or your wars. You can't go to battle and you can't go to war over every single thing, every little miscommunication, right? It's just better to, if you're really upset, or if they said something that really hurt your feelings, it's just best to take a day like or some time apart and then like communicate so much better that way. Because when it's distance and emotions are involved, you never really want to end up saying something that you're going to regret later. Because words hurt a lot, even though we don't tend to realize it like, Cookie said, you have to have thick skin, but that's easier said than done. So my question to you guys is a lot of these things that you guys are mentioning in a long-distance relationship are sounding like what men and women go through when they are married or dating somebody in the military. So, Cookie, do you think dating – Trucker is similar to dating or being married to somebody in the military, or do you think it's different? Well,
2: uh,
4: okay, so I've compared it before to that,
1: but you know, our our men don't get deployed. You know what I mean? So, like, it's it, it's just a weird comparison, but at the same time, it's a good comparison because when my husband does go out on the road. I worry about him if he's going to come back because all of these roads are iced up. Some, some, some states don't, are not prepared for the blizzards that come down. You know, it's just a lot of things. I mean, it's scary because they leave and you talk to them and sometimes, you know, they, you can go two or three days without talking to them just because it could be a signal problem. Something, something happens, you know what I mean? So I, I feel like it is, And I feel like I could relate a lot to um, like a soldier's wife because we're both lonely and we're both taking care of our kids by ourselves and, and we're both handling mom and dad roles, you know what I mean? So in that sense, I do believe that it's compared to it, but I feel like I'm a little bit in a better situation than them because I... Like at least I know that if something does happen to my husband, I'm gonna be able to see him right away and not wait, you know, a week or two weeks to to you know for the, for them to bring their body overseas like they do with with our soldiers, you know. So I I you know I kind of I'm kind of iffy about the comparison, but at the same time you know it's the right comparison you know because that's just how it feels like. Like I said, we play both roles, you know. Even though we have like. Financial stability, we're still playing mom and dad, you know, and that can also take a toll on, you know, especially mentally, physically, because you're you're doing both roles at the same time. You just have money to do it, you know. That's how I feel about that because I'm just like, I don't know, like I said, it's not, it really is not for everybody just how an army, an army wife is, that, that type of life is not for everybody, you know, it really isn't. And you just have to be a strong individual to be able to handle that.
4: And what about you, Lisa? Um, Have you ever dated somebody in the military service? And after what you've heard Cookie and Sophia share, do you think being in a relationship with a trucker is similar to being in a relationship with a military man or woman?
3: Um. I have dated somebody in the military and, um, I'm not trying to be funny, but I, the only difference I believe it is, is with a trucker, he's going to come home fine after the military, you know, he's going to come home with PTSD and I'm not to worry about him beating me in my sleep or something, so, um. I don't know, my experiences are not the best experiences. <laughs> so, um uh, don't know. Like I would say they are the same but then again, you know, they're different because like she said, they require different things. So, um, but at the end of the day, like she said, you're still playing mom and dad, so I would say about fifty fifty. Okay.
4: And what about you, Sophia? Have you dated anybody in the military? And do you think that there is a difference between being in a relationship with a trucker and somebody who is in the military?
5: I have dated someone in the military as well, and I will say this. um, The comparison is going to be compare and contrast just like with anything. Uh, It would be like dating someone in the military, a trucker, I've dated a pilot. Uh, I've dated all type of uh, men that have been on the railroad, all types of different varying degrees of different careers. Uh, The difference is, With all of these careers, they're still essential, they're still needed, they're still necessary. However, it's a job that that requires a person that cannot be home to support you every day. So you have to be built a certain way, just like Cookie said. That's that's just real tough. you got to be built to be okay alone. And when they there cherish the time, I think the most important difference is just like in any situation or with any career path or anything that you choose, it's the man that you choose, honey. How good or how bad that situation, that thing gonna be is gonna be up to you and that man. The, the type of man that you're 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 entering into this type of relationship with. So it's the character and the content of the person, as usual. Everything is also going to be as good or as bad as the character and the content of the person that you deal with. And that takes time. This is going to be good. Some of them are going to be crappy, and some of them are going to be really amazing. But it, 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 as always, boils down to the character and content of the person that you choose to enter into that relationship with. You won't know until you're in it. Uh, and when you're in it, you're going to have to decide once you go through enough experiences, okay, this is not working for me. I don't like how you respond to me verbally, how you communicate with me when you're stressed, when you're away from me, when you're with me. It's so, it's, it's different factor. So I would say it's pretty much going to be all the same because there are so many careers out there that people are doing amazing things, but unfortunately they can't be right by your side every day to hold your hand. And they help a lot of impact, a lot of people's lives in many great, wonderful ways, but you have to decide if, if you can uh, – Stay with them through that process of developing and growing into who they're going to be in their career and who they are personally with you because that's the other dichotomy that you have to deal with. How a person is when they deal with their career and what they do at work and how they handle you personally is two different things. How they handle you on the road and when they're home is two different things. And so that's going to be, again, based on the type of the character and content of the person you're dealing with. Wow,
4: Sophia, that was so profound, and I 100% agree with that. And I will share my experience because I, too, have briefly dated a trucker, and I have been in relationships with men in the military. Let's go ahead
2: and take our break.
0: If you have a business or you are seeking to start a business, Please protect yourself when it comes to contracts, accidents, document review, new clients, and more. Just Life Events can assist you with getting access to quality attorneys at reduced rates for all of your business needs. We can also help with family plans, plans for truckers, large and small businesses, and so much more. Remember, it's better to have and not need than to need and not have. Contact us today for a free consultation to see how we may be able to meet your legal needs. Our website is org. So, like I
2: said,
4: I briefly dated a trucker, and I actually was engaged to someone in the military. And for me... Um, The only true difference is with a trucker, you can communicate, right? You can pick up your phone and call him or her, and if they happen to miss your phone call, they definitely can call you back. In the military, you can't do that, especially if your significant other is deployed overseas. They can only call you when they have time or when they are allowed to, And you can only communicate mainly through email, and sometimes it's days or weeks before you hear from your significant other. So in my situation, um, I don't really know if the situations are really comparable or not because, like I said, when I dated a trucker, it was very brief, but I was engaged to someone in the military. And I do agree that if you are going to be in a relationship with someone long distance, you definitely have to have tough skin. You have to be able to be okay with, let's just face it, being alone even when technically you're not. So my next question to you ladies is, would you think a support group is good for truckers, wives, and or girlfriends, or do you think just a support group in general would work?
1: I think I am 100% for the support group for um, Truckers Wives just because a lot of times we don't get to say our emotions and we don't get to speak out to people because we don't like putting our business out there, right? Um, but I feel like that would help not only like the trucking like the trucking wives but trucking women in general that can connect you know what I mean like because they're also mothers and they're also grandmothers there's also aunts you know that are doing this and they need to vent too you know like everybody has to kind of get that out there get that that out there and, and another thing I wanted to add about um having a relationship with a trucker is setting boundaries oh my god is that important to set boundaries. And I mean it in the best type of way just because I remember when I first started this relationship with him, he was so used to being serviced. He was so used to um, everything getting hand- had, like get handed to him that I literally had to set my boundaries and said, okay, hold on. We're going to do this this way, and this is what's going to have to happen. Because if you know, if this emotional part, you know, you're not, you know, satisfying, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go, you know. So I feel like that's also important to set boundaries, you know, that was another thing I wanted to add. But of course I'm a hundred percent with the support group because I feel like a lot of a lot of us we don't get to say anything, you know, and we feel alone. Honestly, I legit felt alone before I found your guys' podcast. I was like, Whoa, like I try to look for groups, and I feel like a lot of these girls that are on these groups are unrealistic. Like, they are legit trying to show this beautiful, glamorous life that, oh, my husband did this, I did this, you know, this and that. But they're not actually saying, like, oh, my God, you know, I really want to bite his head off, you know, because they don't have anybody to say that to, you know. So I am 100% with it. What
4: about you, Lisa? Even though you said um, you weren't going to consider dating a trucker, do you think having a support group specifically for the women and maybe even men who are dating or in a relationship with truckers is beneficial?
3: Yeah, I um, definitely have to agree with that, um, that they need a support group, you know, for themselves, you know, just a group for them to, you know, express what they're going to going through because, like she said, they don't always get to vent. Like, um, I used to watch the show um, Army Wives, and, like, it's just – I feel like they should do something like that, you know, get together and talk, you know, meet up, like, get to know each other because, like she said, they get lonely and, you know – I don't think there's anything I could say, you know, that could help them because I've never just really dated a tricker, you know, so that would be, you know, something that I think would be a great idea. I'm I'm with it. I support it.
4: And what about you, Sophia? Are you pro or
5: against? Well, I'm for a, a support group, but there has to be uh, some certain boundaries. I think it definitely needs to be a safe space. I think it needs to be clear that whatever is spoken here or stay here, agree with what Cookie is saying. Um, but you also got to feel people out and the vibe just has to be right because some people just don't mesh in a way to be able to share like that. And some people, just like Cookie said, they're just not foretelling their business to everybody. So it would have to be um, probably a small group in a safe space where people can talk openly and freely because I understand that a lot of times there are going to be things they are going through uh, personally and emotionally that you just don't want to put on your spouse while they're on the road because, that's, you know, they got to keep their head in the game. So a lot of things that might be on your heart to share with them, you just can't do it. And you can't unload the way you need to unload simply because uh, you're not trying to put them in a the headspace to mess them up while they're on the road. And so that's why I said sometimes it, it has to be a mixture of self-care and uh, it has to be a mixture of that and having the right support system uh, via a group or whatever you decide because you have to take some time for yourself to breathe, think, and be able to feel whatever you're feeling in that moment of frustration, anger, sorrow, whatever, because a lot of things you're just going to have to deal with by yourself. And he or she is not going to be there to help you work work that thing out. You're just going to have to do it yourself. So you'll have to figure out, each person has to figure out what way that works for them. For some, it's going to be a support group. For some, it's going to be journaling or some other way of self-care. So I think it's just a mixture of both. Make sure you're doing things that that add to you individually as a person that help you to be happy on a day-to-day basis. And that, that has to do with personal development and growth. So, again, all that stuff, it kind of works together, and that's just not what I know. That's what I've experienced myself as I've gotten older, as I went through certain life experiences. I had to start figuring out ways to help myself grow so that I'm not burdening and unloading all of me emotionally on another person because that's just shitty all the way around. I mean, you want to be the best partner you can be, but if you unload too much, it it can can be a bit hectic. So, you have to find a balance like anything in life, just having balance.
4: And what about you, Tawanda? Are you pro support group or against support group?
0: Well, I'm definitely not against it. I'm definitely all for anything that's positive and that's progressive. And honestly, just really listening to I don't know why I'm so emotional tonight. <laughs> I guess it's 3 o'clock in the morning. But, um, that's just real to, to listen to what all the ladies said because like to hear Cookie, um, nah, seriously, I mean, and in, in, in what you guys don't know, I just met Cookie like two hours ago, and we were talking, um, and I said, hey, I'll talk to you tomorrow, meaning Friday, and we started texting. We met going back and forth online, and she was like, can you call me right now? <laughs> I'm like, okay. But um, so I think a, a, a support group for our system whether it's a small or large group, and just like um, Sophia mentioned, of course, being a safe space because, honestly, shit get real sometimes, and life happens. Just like Cookie mentioned having, like, a medical emergency, and her husband was not able to get there until a week later, so she was, you know, she, he wasn't there with her. And if you had a sister or a friend or someone in a support group that was local or that was on the phone, Facetiming, that sometimes can be the difference. And and not really just in trucking, but in life, we need to create opportunities where we as people can be able to build together, to build friendship, to build sisterhood, brotherhood, uh, to build family and culture, because. That's very, very important. And, you know, sometimes people say we're stronger together, but guess what? Actions speak louder than words. We definitely are stronger together. We need to have each other's back and we need to respect privacy and so on and so forth. So, and Lisa, you mentioned Army Wives. I love that show. I absolutely love that show. That show, I think, came up like probably 10 years ago. I'm not sure. But, um, definitely love that show. So, I, I appreciate, um, The question, Alexis, I appreciate the comments that everybody shared because it's real, and I'm looking forward to building with more people. And and like you said, even not just truckers' wives, it's so many women that's on the road too. And I asked women, like I said in the group today, hey, what made you get on the road? And that's for another show, but, man, just really the comments and why people are on the road, it's a whole other world out here. We just got to stay plugged in, be positive, add value. Somebody says some of personal development, that's everything. Protect your associations. And seeing what we can do to be a blessing to the next person means everything. So absolutely, Um, definitely all for the support group. Thanks, Alexis.
4: I am also pro-support group because the importance of a support group is usually it's very specific in the attendees. For example, like we mentioned, the military, there's definitely support groups for um, the men and women in the military returning home. There's definitely support groups for their families and such like that. I, too, think that the women and the men who are in relationships and or married to those who are in the trucking business deserve a support group. Because the truth of the matter is we all have families And we all have friends. But unless you have been in this situation or unless you are dating someone or married to someone, there are just certain things you will never understand. right? That's just the truth of the matter. You can talk to your friends and you can talk to your family about it, but they will never really know what it's like. But if there were a support group where you were able to build that bond, where it is a safe space for you to talk, you feel so much better. You feel so much more supported because these men and women are in the same boat as you. And, like, you know, that does make a difference. And like Cookie said, uh, when she had that medical emergency, and unfortunately her husband was many, many miles away, and he couldn't be there for her. If there was a support group, I'm sure, like, a lot of people would have showed up for her. I'm sure people would, for those who couldn't show up, would at least give her a phone call or two because sometimes having someone just calling you to check up on you can make all the difference. And my final question to you ladies is Cookie. When you spoke to me earlier, you mentioned that there were a lot of truckers being scammed while being on the road. What did you mean by that?
1: Oh, my gosh, girl. Ooh. Okay, so what I meant by a lot of truckers are getting scammed is that, like I said, that there's a lot of truckers that are actually out there that are good men, that are actually trying to look for Someone to build a future with, you know? And like we all know, there's gonna be the little sugar babies and the little gold diggers and what are they gonna do? What what a trucker is looking for is like they're looking for emotional support. Like like they're looking for like they like you guys have mentioned before, they're looking for that person to like call, you know, at three o'clock in the morning or at four o'clock in the morning. So I mean, a pretty face, a nice body, and they can call him at whatever time, of course. Who wouldn't fall in love, especially when you're emotionally needing that connection? Because financially, he does. like, truckers don't need anything. They, have, they pretty much can afford anything they want, you know? But what, they, what, what can money not buy? Money can't buy love. Money can bring some love, but it's lust, but it can't bring actual love you know what I mean? So what happens is that they get involved with these girls and they think that maybe, you know, they're going to make a life with them because I've had friends, like I've had experiences where my, my husband's like, friends, you know, they tell me like, Hey, you know, I got this chicken apartment. I got her a car, you know? And then like three months later, he comes home and she's with another dude in the bed. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like it's just I feel like they get scammed because there is a lot of good guys out there, and there is a lot of guys that are looking for for girls. You know that that to to start a relationship with, and they're just really prone to that. You know because they really want that emotional connection because they're humans. Like I I feel like trucking and truckers have been dehumanized. Honestly, I feel like they've been um. Like made as these horrible freaking people that are just man whores, you know, when that's not true. There's, they're individuals. Everybody is responsible for what they do, you know what I mean? But I just feel like girls are taking advantage of that more and more and more, you know what I mean, especially when they see that, they're, that those people are emotionally unstable, you know? So that's what I said. that's what I meant when I said that I feel like they're getting scammed and they're easily scammed.
4: You know, so. Okay, and with that, let's go take another break and we'll be back to ask the opinions of the other leads. Hi, this is Alexis with some news for Trucks and Bucks. Trucking companies have been showing their support for Breast Cancer Awareness Month through October. Mac Trucks announced a multi-year partnership this week with the National Breast Cancer Foundation, where Mac will donate proceeds from the sales of a limited edition production run of pink Mac Anthem diecast models. Mac has made an initial donation of $10,000 to the NBCF and will contribute up to $25,000 more over the next two years as sales of the unique diecast models continue we at mac are committed to raising awareness of breast cancer and organizations like nbcf that support those affected by the disease said martin weisberg president of mac trucks we display A pink Mac truck in front of our headquarters each October for many years, and we're thrilled to be able to take it a step further with this partnership and the donation of proceeds from sale of the die cast. Okay, and we're back. What about you, Lyssa? Do you think truckers are definitely thought of to be as an easy scam for those out there looking to be well provided for and or a quick buck.
3: Oh, yeah. And, you know, um, it's really sad because I, like, that's just one thing, like, I just do not agree with, like, using people for their money. Like, I just don't see how people do that, like, and people, like, that's like playing with someone's emotions. And people, you know, they wonder why people end up hurting, stuff like that. Like, you can't do stuff like that. So I do think, like, you know, people see them and they're like, oh, that's a quick lick. Like, you know, I'm about to get some money out of him. And it's really awful. But a lot of females think that way, and it's very sickening. But um, like Cookie said, like, you you're not going to find love doing that. And karma is real. So if people are out there still doing that these days, which I know they are, just karma karma's just going to come get them.
4: And what about you, Sophia? Do you definitely think truckers are an easy mark
5: for those looking to scam? Well, I will just say this. I think not just truckers in general. Some people are just marks.
2: It's it's an
5: unfortunate thing to say, but there are people out there that can read people right off the dime and know that they're lonely, they're looking for things, and and it's just an easy mark. Uh, Some people choose, you know, to take advantage of people, and that's not the way to do it. But like I said, it goes back to content of, of, of a person's actual morals and character and values. As to where, what side of things they're going to stand on, and then sometimes I think as individuals, uh, as a whole, you have to look at where you are in life. And I know sometimes life is rough, but people be lonely. But you got to be real with yourself and understand that you being lo- that you lonely, and understand that this person, like you, got to accept the situation. Somebody nine or ten, twelve years younger than you. And and run around looking like whatever they are not sitting sit at home, baby. while you working? If you think that it might be some people that do, but you have to watch a person. You have to you know watch and 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 go through your experiences and watch the situation. Anybody can be a mark these days because it's always somebody looking to use the next person. That's just how we are these days. Everybody wants everything in a microwave minute. They want everything instantaneously. They want everything to look like a dream and it's not. Everybody wants all the, the benefits but they don't want to go through what it takes to get the benefits. Everybody want to be on the other side but they don't want to really work for it. So that, that's okay. life. But I think that you just have to be patient and watch and hopefully you won't be on bad side of things. See,
4: here's the thing, right? I never knew that truckers made a lot of money. Because when I dated that one particular guy, we didn't date long enough for that conversation to be had. So I never really knew how much they made. I know that it's a noble profession. I know they're well paid, but I never knew that. So when Cookie told me that there are a lot of Let's just say scammers and our gold diggers and our sugar babies looking to be well provided for and they're being they're using truckers to scam them out of their money. That makes me upset because believe it or not, that's being done to men and women in the military too. And even scammers out there are even pretending to be of a certain profession and basically got scammed because I, believe it or not, was scammed by somebody who pretended to be in the military and asked me to send them money for whatever reason and basically told me that he couldn't access his money and the person who normally did it for him wasn't available and could I please send it? And I thought it was pretty strange, and he basically told me a really sad, sad story. But fortunately for me, I had a brain, and I have friends in the military. So I basically avoided being scammed by asking one of my friends who happened to be in the military, and he told me that's just straight-up bogus and to avoid that situations at all costs. So what about you, Tawanda? What do you think about people scamming scamming truckers?
0: Tawanda? Oh, I sure hope hope she didn't call me, but I hear some dead silence. I was trying to grab something real quick, so I do apologize, Alexis. What in the world did you say?
4: I said, what do you think about, about people scam? out there scamming truckers?
0: Yeah, when, when when Cookie mentioned that, I said, what in the world? Honestly, I don't really know a lot about that. Um, kind of like um, like you were saying, Sophia, like in life, of course, a lot of people are marks and people just take you for everything you have. Alexis, you and I were talking about last week about the sweetheart scam. So I guess I can definitely see um, – so are people at truck stop scamming people? Like, I didn't really understand how they're getting scammed. With, like if, if, he, if he or she is working, where are they meeting the people at to get scammed? Is it online because a lot of truckers are on their phone all day? Is that kind of what's happening? Cookie, do you know
4: of any stories or any situations where you can elaborate?
0: Yeah,
1: so it's like, it just could be in any type of situation, you know what I mean? Because when someone is looking for a partner, you don't really, like, think about where you're going to meet this person, you know what I mean? You can be at a, at a, a McDonald's and vibe with the cashier, you know what I mean? There's just so many things. And, like, these truckers are constantly going to these places, right? So they're they're constantly seeing the same people all the time, so they get familiar
2: with these girls, you know what I mean? They
1: get familiar with them. And these are girls that work with truckers, that work in those spaces and are used to seeing truckers around. You know what I mean? It's like they kind of learn how to play the game, you know? Also, there's a lot of dating sites. There's this there's this dating site called Seeking Arrangements, okay, where I have seen a lot of, like, truckers on there that actually are looking for it. They're not... They're not looking for a sugar baby. They're not looking for anything. They're actually looking for someone they just don't know where to look, you know. And unfortunately, they don't have a brain. They use the one, you know, they use their heart instead of the brain, and they end up falling for the wrong people, you know, and they don't stop. It's like they keep giving, and they keep giving, and they keep giving, and they don't stop, you know what I mean? Just because they get this little emotional, I guess, relief, you know they get this little emotional attachment to that person i guess you can say because a lot of them a lot of the girls that i talk to because i do know a lot of sugar babies too that handle truckers a lot of them are like not they don't even have to have sex with them it's just literally just talking to these people you know so i kind of have both perspectives on where they find these girls and then how these girls control these people. You know what I mean? But I just feel like it's sad because these are people that are lonely. These are people that are lonely, you know? And these are guys that are actually looking for a relationship and they just look in the wrong place because, I mean, when we find someone, we like I said, we don't really know what we're looking at. You know, I mean, I found my trucker in the bar and I used to, I used to see a lot of truckers come in and out. You know what I mean? And I, am it's just, I don't know. It's just, I guess it's just like a, you were in the wrong place at the wrong time, but it's kind of going a little bit more because it's not a coincidence that Cardi B put in that, in that, in that song, wrapped, with the, like, something related to a trucker. I mean, come on, she was a stripper. You know what I mean? She has that mentality. She knows what she's talking about, you know? So I feel like they get scammed because they're just so used to being around these women that they get this connection with them. You know? And they think it's it's the right vibe.
4: Shares the same. Like I mentioned, I was scammed by somebody who pretended to be in the military. But fortunately for me, I had a brain and I had friends who were in the military that I was able to reach out to, to talk to and such like that. And one of my friends actually did attack and told me that that person was not definitely in that particular branch of the military. but. Um how I think about it is scammers are everywhere. And it is true that truckers are lonely cuz they drive long long hours on the road. Cuz I actually have a friend who is a trucker and there have been times where he and I just talk for hours on the phone because he needs to hear. He needs to have conversation to stay awake and there have been times where I have fell asleep on him but he doesn't hang up because for whatever reason he finds it soothing to listen to me breathe on the phone. That would sound creepy but he's my friend and I know him and it's not like that but to anybody else yes that would sound creepy. So let's go ahead and take our final break and we'll be
2: right back. Thank you for oh. <laughs>
4: Couple of tri- tri- uh, tricks, tips for truckers who are looking for love. So, care to share those tips?
2: Okay.
1: Yes, of course. I would love to share them because these are very important. So, one of the tips that I have for truckers is to see where this person comes from, like. Check a little bit before you throw yourself into a relationship. Kind of try to figure out where this person is coming from and always always remember people are going to show you their true colors in the beginning. If you do not see that or you do not like if you just like too, I don't know, too in lust to see, then you're 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 literally loading your own your own gun because There, people are going to show you how they are from the very beginning. If you feel any type of shade, if you feel any type of vibe that is off, that is a big sign that that relationship is not going to work. And don't, don't like let yourself go just by looks because looks fade, but attitude doesn't. And the way that someone carries themselves doesn't. Like, I feel like a lot of truckers seem to think that just because. Like how I, I, I said that I was 20 years old when I, when I, you know, when I got with my husband, you know, I wasn't a 20-year-old that had grown up with a silver spoon in her mouth. I was a 20-year-old that grew up working. I was a 20-year-old that knew what working was from 12 years old. I was responsible of my home. I was responsible of taking care of my house, my my, my brothers and sisters and doing all that. So my background wasn't a a pedigree background. It was a background of coming from work, so I knew how much a dollar was worth. You know, so I feel like before you hop into a relationship and before you start buying these people everything, make sure you actually know where this person comes from, what's their background, what's their ethics, what's their morals, because if you're trying to start a relationship with this person, these should be more important than what that little pretty face looks like because that's going to go away quick. You know, and I feel like they need to focus more on if it's a long term, then yeah, focus on these 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 types of you know, these types of areas because this is what's going to make that relationship work. But if you go, it's like I see I see a lot of truckers that they go to um their favorite restaurant, right? And they have their favorite waitress. Well, does this waitress really treat you good because um, she actually has an interest in you or does she treat you good because it's her job to treat to treat you good? That's what they have to also ask themselves because, you know, they, they sometimes I feel like they tend to confuse customer service with I like you. You know what I mean? And like I said, girls feed off of that. You know, if I saw this guy and I know he tips really good – I mean, yeah, of course I'm going to be like, hey, dude, what's good, you know? But what I have for this, what my tips for the truckers is this, just focus on who that person really is. Don't don't go by looks. Don't go by all that because at the end of the day, it's the personality that matters. It's their background. It's their ethics. It's their morals. That's what makes a person, you know, because my husband, what he did is that he read me. He read me like a book. I mean, this man asked where I was from, where, like, you know, where my parents were from, all, like, he wanted to know everything, you know. And he didn't, you know, we didn't go out right away. He came to visit me every once in a while, try to see how I was, you know, try to investigate, and I was the same way with him because I didn't know who he was, you know what I mean? I don't know if he was married, and I didn't want to be that homewrecker. It's just there's just so many things that have to be, put into place before starting a relationship. And truckers have to keep in mind, this is your hard-earned money you're throwing away on someone that you're not sure you can make a future with. It's not an investment. it's You're going bankrupt by investing in the wrong person. You know You know what I mean? That's one of the tips that I have for, like, truckers out there. Just be more vigilant on who you choose as a partner because they could either make you or break
3: you.
4: Well,
0: what about yeah, you, Juan? So. Any tips for truckers looking for love? <laughs> well, you know, first of all, I was like, listen to Cookie. Listen to the love and relationship specialist. And I got a message to you about this, Cookie, because you were saying about it's not really about the looks and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, nah. He's like, no, it's about her ass. <laughs> but um, I do understand that. I understand exactly what you're saying. To me, it's really kind of about the mood you're in, where you are in life. Sometimes you have people that's not really looking for anything serious. So they're looking for casual dates and get-togethers for the moment. And then sometimes you got people that's looking for something serious. So really, my tip and my two cents, because I'm definitely not a doctor, specialist, well, I kind of am, but be clear about what you want and be clear about who you are. And I say that because sometimes people are confused, and sometimes people get off, give off the wrong impression. Or sometimes you get something started, and then you say, oh, I didn't really mean that. <laughs> so that's, that's really important. Be clear about who you are and what you want. And I got to say this. Sometimes, you know, I'm an advocate for people that's living single, and what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of times people have the connotation that they think they got to be with somebody all the time. Hey, I ain't feeling good if I ain't hooked up. It's okay to be by yourself sometimes. It's okay to go through a period of loving you, of being single, meaning not married, and just kind of securing the bag, you know, saving for your family, get your goals up and things like that, because I, I I talked about this on a podcast one time before. Betty Wright, who I like, um, has a song, and she says in the song, I'd rather have a a piece of a man than no man at all, something like that. And I did a, a podcast about that to see, hey, what do you think? Do you rather have a piece of a person than no person at all? And some said, yeah, I'd rather have a piece. And some said, oh, no, nah, I want all or nothing. And, of course, it's up to the individual person. But guess what? Life is short. We're not going to be here forever. And over the last seven, eight, nine months, you know, we've been experiencing the coronavirus. People are dying, and we only got one life to live. So for me, I'm choosing to live happy. I'm choosing to live free. I'm choosing to do the things I want to do on my terms, and I'm not taking no junk, period. Know who you are. Don't settle for less. And when you put that out there, you can receive that at the same time.
4: What about you, Lissa? Any tips for those looking for love?
3: Could you say that again? I'm sorry.
4: Any tips for those looking for
5: love?
3: Um, really just love yourself first. Don't really, you know, make decisions out of, you know, based off your emotions right away and Know your words. What about you, Sophia?
4: Any tips for those looking for love, truckers, indoor
5: out there? Yes, I'll keep it simple like my granny many months ago told me. Uh, you only got one mouth, two eyes, and two ears. Keep your mouth closed. And better use those other senses, cause people gonna tell you who you who they are and what they are about if you close your mouth. You can hear mm. and see. Mm. Use the senses God gave you, and that that was an old old thing. She died when she was ninety years old. God rest her soul. But keep your mouth closed and use your eyes and your ears. That's why you got two each, okay Uh, because life is just about experiences, and sometimes you're on the good side and sometimes you're on the bad side of things. But also a lot of times, based on other experiences, I know some people are not looking like like Tawanda said. They're not looking for that. And there are avenues to go if you're not looking for something permanent. But if you use your eyes and
2: your ears,
5: you'll see what you need to see and you'll hear what you need to hear most often than not. People just don't want to accept what they see. And like my granny also said, when people tell you what who they are and what they are,
3: believe them. Believe them. Mm.
5: Don't give them excuses as to why they're not who they are. Oh, she, he or she said that, but they didn't mean it like that. No, don't try to try to rationalize what somebody said. If they said that, they meant that. And if you choose to it, they're going to prove it to you sooner than you think. Just saying. <laughs>
4: Well, what Sophia said is true. So for truckers looking for love, I will say this. Because you guys are in or women are in a position where you are financially stable, um, I would not mention that as a pro as to looking for love because we did touch on the base that a lot of people out there could Possibly be scammers, and they're looking to be well taken care of and such like that, so when you're looking for love, to keep your mouth shut like Sophia said, and just allow people to show you who they are and what they're all about. Because if you mention to someone that you are a person, I would not say wealthy or of means or you could provide for someone, you're going to attract maybe a good girl or a guy, but you also could attract somebody who's just in it to be taken care of. And that's not what you are looking for. You're looking for a partner. You're looking for somebody to be by your side through the good and the bad. So for me personally, I don't mention anything about, like, finances or anything like that until way down the road. Like, you're already past casual dating. You're, you've are you dated for a while, and you figured, yeah, this is going to be – we're in this for the long haul. Then, yes, you can talk about finances and stuff like that. But I definitely wouldn't open my mouth and give free – information about myself with somebody that I just met. That's just not wise, because you're opening yourself up thinking, oh, I really like this person, so I'm going to share all these tidbits, but that person might not like you, so why share any personal information with someone that you don't know all that well? Get to know them first. Like definitely don't be buying expensive gifts right off the get-go because why are you going to throw away your hard-earned money on somebody that might not be there for the right reasons? And with that, let's go ahead and take our final, final break. And when we come back, We'll share our final thoughts. Are you in it for the long haul? Whether you are currently in a relationship with a trucker, whether you are thinking about being in a relationship with a trucker, whether you yourself have dated a trucker in the past, the question is, are you in it for the long haul? So, ladies, any final thoughts before we wrap it up for the night? Tawanda, this time you go
2: first.
0: Okay, I just really want to salute everyone. Um, first and foremost, if a person's out there on that road, I will definitely want to salute you because it's not an easy job. I was watching a few videos and doing some research, and there were several situations about truckers being in accidents, truckers, you know, getting caught up in situations of roadblocks. Even with the situation that happened over in Minneapolis, a lot of truckers were, um, the, the trucks got vandalized, people couldn't get down roads, people were injured, hurt, and even killed. And in, there were also videos that I saw about people driving during, like, the wintertime where it's a lot of snow, slow snow, da da And um, so, yeah, anyone that's on the road, I, I salute you for doing that. I also want to salute you for being an essential worker. You know, we're having so many things going on right now with the worldwide pandemic. You know, just like with the medical field and so many other fields, truckers have still been leaving home, going for days and days at a time, trying to get us stuff that we've been out of. And it's just really an amazing opportunity in life we just can't keep taking things for granted. We gotta appreciate things, appreciate people. And to anyone that's at home right now that has a loved one that is on the road, whether it's a male or female, it doesn't even really matter. Um, definitely salute you as well. I mean we gotta we gotta work together. So and like to hear you, Cookie, in reference to what you're saying. I know there's so many other women out there like you. So I'm just really excited to be able to meet you, Cookie, and looking forward to building with you and other ladies and people in the industry. Hey, this is a whole other level in reference to the trucking world, and I, I just really never knew that you know things are so amazing on um, with this. So I'm just really excited about everything we talked about tonight. Can't believe we've been on this show. I mean, it's almost 3.30 in the morning, and that's a clue for anyone else that when you listen to our podcast tonight, tomorrow, whenever, hey, it's one, two, three, four, five women on the line. I know everybody's in different um, different parts of the world, but we're on the line 3.30 in the morning, and that's because it's important. It's important. So thank you, Alexis, for that. And what
4: about you, Alyssa? Any fine, final thoughts?
3: No, just thank you for having me. um I enjoy listening and um yeah, um, everybody had some great points, but I want to shout out to Miss Sophia like I really was loving what she was saying and Thank you, ladies again,
4: Sophia. any final thoughts?
5: Anyone out there uh it's to be appreciated that you guys, like she said, because I'm an essential worker as well, it's appreciated that you're on the road doing what you do because we can't receive half of the things that we we, uh, have utilized uh, to make our lives more comfortable if they're not sacrificing the time that they spend away from their families and the time out on the road uh, uh, in order to to make that happen. And the other part of that is, like uh, Tawanda was mentioning, wonderful women like uh, Cookie who
2: choose, uh,
5: you know, ha- or are blessed to have an opportunity to have a partner, and their partner is blessed back with them, and they reciprocate that love, and they strengthen their bonds and their relationship by by staying in the long haul, uh, as you stated for the uh, title of this uh, show right now uh, or episode, standing there for the long haul, making sure you know uh, being that support system that that person needs. Uh, At the most difficult and sometimes inopportune time, Uh, but, you know, we all choose our paths, and they are blessings either way. So I think uh, everyone gave some wonderful points. I appreciate each and every one of you ladies' thoughts and opinions, and I appreciate the way we were able to communicate with each other and share our thoughts and uh, learn from each other and listen to a different point of view because it's always important and part of keeping an open mind. You cannot understand a person's point of view if you don't take the time to close your mouth and
2: listen.
1: And you, Cookie, final thoughts? Well, I just want to thank both of our girls, all of our girls that came on and supported this. I thought it was absolutely amazing. I took the opportunity to vent some stuff I had on my chest, and I feel like everybody... Everybody did point put out a good point of view, you know, because when you're when you're in living a trucker's wife's life, you kinda of don't remember how it is to not be a trucker's wife, you know? And to hear all these women being so independent, you know, having their their things together, that's also like an eye opener for me, you know, because I'm like, Okay, I see y'all let me hold I got to level up real quick. You know what I mean? So it's it's an encouragement. You know what I mean? So I appreciate all you girls for coming. I really do. Like I this is this has been the most I I feel like my my chi, like my inner my inner self has been like recharged by your guys' energy. So I really do appreciate that. And shout out to all the truckers out there cuz I know y'all are stinky out there right now cuz a lot of places are shutting down. <laughs> So shout out to y'all too, you know. So I don't know. Thank you so much for having me here. And honestly, I feel like this was only like the tip of the iceberg because I feel like there's just so much that needs to be talked about. Um, because also, like I feel like we have to also talk about how to get to a good relationship in a trucking uh, with with a trucker, you know? Because it wasn't all um, beautiful and daisies and all that stuff. I had to work on a lot of, uh, uh, on us, you know, to fix this relationship and make this relationship what it is now, you know, because it takes, it's like planting a flower, you know, it takes time, it takes water and it takes sun. And I had to do that to build this relationship. So I feel like there's just so much more that, that is in tune with this, you know, but thank you so much, you guys, for having me here. And hopefully we get we have so many more episodes more with these lovely ladies too.
4: And this is Alexis. My final thoughts are definitely a shout out to the men and women who are truckers and their families. Thank you so much for your sacrifice because, as Sophia said, without truckers, we definitely wouldn't have a way to get the goods that definitely do make our lives easier. So, as with Um, hold on a second. Tawanda, do
0: you have something to say? Of course. I just wanted to say while we shout the truckers out, definitely want to shout out the dispatchers and brokers for keeping truckers on the road, getting truckers, all those loads, helping truckers make all that money to take home to your wife, girlfriends, kids. Blah, blah, blah. But, um, yeah, because that, that's the one aspect that I haven't really um, – I don't know it's time to go. But, yeah, just thinking of the teamwork in reference to a trucker working with a broker, working with a dispatcher, hey, I need to get some loads, keep me on the road, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, definitely want to shout out everyone that's helping truckers feed their families as well as seeing your own, too. Can't leave out them and the coaches no. and everybody else. Yeah, well,
4: we can't. So, like I said, thank you so much for your sacrifices to everyone else who is in the trucking business. Thank you so much for all you do. Like, we, like I had asked, are you in it for the long haul? And for me, I definitely am. So until the next time, thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast, Trucks and Bucks. We will see you out there
2: on the road.